And welcome to Radio Drama Revival, the show dedicated to stories told to the medium of sound, showcasing the diversity and vitality of modern audio theater. Here are your news, reviews, discussion, and of course, stories. I'm your host, Fred. Last week, we heard the story Roadkill, a gripping story about a hitchhiker picked up on some long, lonely road in the southwest where a killer might or might not be on the loose. It was a stunning tale, well-produced, well-acted, a great use of stereo and effects, and I'm excited to bring another work by its author, Doug Boss, to the air today. Uh, today's story has uh, local roots, at least for those in Maine. It takes place on uh, Kitty National Park on Mount Desert Island, a favorite place for tourists to go uh, bother us in the summertime. <laughs> uh, now, while Doug has uh, been uh, transplanted in New York City now for several years, he originally grew up in the Orno, Maine area, and I think he'll enjoy his uh, authentically eerie contribution to Down East folklore. Enjoy Dead Man's Hole. Let's hear something. Turn here. Are you sure? He said the beach. He said the hole first. Well, they're both down that road. Is that his car? Yeah. Okay, I'm just gonna follow his taillights. That's all I can do. Yeah. So, go on with the story. Oh, that's really about it. Brett did it. It took all weekend, but he got 12 signatures. He got 12 girls to autograph his ass. And he swore his vows, and they made him a brother. Well, wait, you, you, I mean, you can't just get somebody to autograph your ass. I mean, what did he tell them? He said, this is a stunt. I need 12 autographs. Here's the pen. Do me a favor. Drop chow. And that was it. <laughs> it's sick. He's going to see one of the girls. Right. Is he going to be there tonight? I doubt it. So your brother has his own room right there in the front house? Delta Psy provides your own room, kitchen, cable TV. It's a great deal. They even got Lenny a job. I said I'd never do this. No, I was I never into it. We said, right. I mean, we talked about it. I, I never liked it. I never. It's dangerous. Well, not always. Well, you know, swallowing goldfish, that kind of stuff's harmless. But, you know, they, they ask you to break into a house or steal the Dean's you don't toupee want to do it or something. You don't want to do no, it? No, no, no. This is too good I'd a steal deal. I'll do it. In a skinny minute, my own room for free? I'd scalp the Dean. I'd scalp the Dean's wife for my own room. No, I'll do it. Look, you can... Oh, hey! Oh! oh. Jesus! Oh, what's that? Standing in the middle of the Dressed road! in black. God, that's smart. Ray, I could have killed you. You're in the middle of the road! brothers to be. Nice robe, Ray. Can I get you your pipe and slippers? Yeah, you want to lift to the monastery, Ray? Leave your automobile in yonder parking area. Return here. Yonder. He's going all out. Uh, you know, he's all right. He's got to do his bit. When you're the head of the Delta Brotherhood, you do what you do. It really is beautiful here, though. It's beautiful. I can see where the parking lot is. Right up there. This is kind of fun. It's kind of neat out here. I wish I knew what we had to do. Lock your door. Oh, man. There's nobody for miles. Which way is Ray? I don't know. 
What's this? What, what is this? It's it's a road sign. Oh, it's it's the tourist thing. It's the description of the site, the hole. You got the flashlight? I don't own a flashlight. You can read some of the bigger print. I think Ray's got a candle we can Thunder use. Hole, largest <laughs> natural. Oh, this is Thunder Hole. Yeah? Yeah, th- uh, Thunder Hole, largest natural sea cove on the east coast. Stalactites, stalactites. I can't really read hey, it. Hey, look, I can see Dracula up there. He's got a candelabra. He got a candelabra. I was kidding. I can't really read this without a light. Come on. <coughs> Hello, boys. Learn your mission and become men. Everybody said theirs was easy. How hard can it be? I mean, he said we didn't have to get wet. It's going to be nothing. It's going to be a gag. We have to count the waves coming in. This is not going to be a paddling, you know, a spanking or whatever. Oh, that's horrible. This has always been a classy brotherhood, though. Yeah. Yeah, Delta Psi is the best one on campus. Hey, hey, Ray, who else is out here? Come close to the light of the candle. The beach you can see from these rocks down in the cove. A long, narrow shell beach. Dark, secluded, dotted with sunbathers by day. The sand is cold and empty now. And at the north end, Thunder Hole. It's called thunder for the roar of ocean and stone made when the sea crashes into the cave at high tide. You can hear it a mile in every direction. In the daylight, people talk on that beach. Whisper, you've heard it. Dead man's hole, a horrible murder. There's a shadow in the cave. And if you listen hard enough, they whisper, you can hear Asa Sea Cobb's screams from the cave. Listen. Well, there goes the brother. We don't need a ghost story. <laughs> Asa Cobb loved this beach, the solitude. He lived here 30 years in a run-down shack off where he wouldn't be bothered by the locals and where he wouldn't bother them. 1926, cold November. The night after Asa Cobb's 60th birthday, he lay curled up in his bed. That night, several boys from the local college were drunk. They came down to the beach and found old Asa asleep. They dragged him out, beat him with their belts, and carried him across the rocks to this place, the hole. It was low tide. Somehow they scaled the walls, carrying Asa, barely conscious. With their belts and shirts, they tied him to the rocks at the mouth of the cave and, laughing and singing, left him for the gulls. The gulls didn't come in time. The tide was already splashing in when the college boys left, and an hour later the icy water was pounding into the cave from the sea. Asa faced the black ocean, watching each wave swell, crest, and smash into him, helpless. Hour after hour, the waves kept pounding, tearing at his skin and stinging into his wounds. He screamed all night until the cave was completely underwater and the sun began to rise. Hey, it's, it's cold. There was no investigation, no trial. The boys were never caught. The death of a crazy old man wasn't such a tragedy in those days. And there was no formal funeral. Either no one found the body or no one looked for it. And they say his screams can still be heard here. What's our initiation? You look like brave college boys. But do you dare to disturb the tomb of this man? Oh, that, yes. Yeah, I dare. Do you, Paul Miller, wish to become a blood brother of the Dark Fraternity? Obviously. Yes. And do you, John Bush, wish to become a blood brother of the Dark Fraternity? Yes, yes. Give me your car keys. What? You can't have my keys. Come on, do you want to be in this or not? You can't have my car. Give them to me. My house keys are on that ring. Please empty your pockets into this box. All right. All of your pockets. I should keep this watch. Put the right? watch in the box. 
All right, there's everything. Observe as I close this weighted lead box. Wait, seal hey, it. What are you doing? And throw the box. Hey, into hey! The water. Oh! The weighted box will not be carried out to sea. What are you doing? The tide oh. will keep the box in the cave all night. Your assignment, your initiation, is to stay the night on that beach and to come get your keys at low tide, 4.30 a.m., if you dare. Oh, I don't believe Man, this. Man, if I don't get those keys back... You may keep nothing you're... with you on the beach. Our clothes? Yes, you may keep your clothes. You know, you're going to buy me a new watch. Hey, hey, how about some matches? You may have one box of wooden matches to see by. Do not start a fire with them. A fire will attract a forest ranger, and if you are removed from the beach, you are disqualified. Be careful, brothers. Good luck. That, that's it? You're leaving? What time is it? 10.15. Oh, here are the keys to the lead box. Thanks a lot. This is amazing. You just threw our keys away. Oh. There he goes. He threw our keys away. We'll get them back. Can't, well, we better. We'll go across the rocks and straight this way. Come on. I can't see a thing. Think about the room you're going to have. Oh. That's all. Think about that. Nice, nice warm room. Freezing now. Do you know where you're going? A nice warm fraternity room. Okay, I'll start. You want to start? No, you start. Um, turn off. Off-road. Roadmap. Map light. Lighthouse. House fly. Flypaper. Paper mache. Machete. <laughs> there we go again. We always wind up at machete. <laughs> Try it again. You start this one. All right. Uh, ant hill. Hill top. Top dog. Dog kennel. You hear that? No. Go on. Sounds like a person. Okay. Uh, kennel, kennel ration. Uh, ration out. Out back. Backhoe. Hoe down. Down east. Eastport. Porthole. Whole earth. Earthbound. Bound up. Uh, up river. Riverboat. Mm, boathouse. House fly. Uh, fly paper. Paper mache. <laughs> Machete. Yeah, that was a good one. Well, there's nothing for mache. It's French. Let's do another. Oh, I'm tired. Yeah. I wish we could get in the water or something. The water's freezing. Walk along the beach. You know we'd get spotted. There aren't any park rangers out this time of night. No? Asa C. Cobb is probably around here sharpening his carving yeah, knife. You know, let's not, not talk about that. <laughs> I, I don't like dead people. You just never met one, that's all. Wait. Wait. Okay, cut it out. No, I, I heard something. Cut it cut, out. Shh, shh, do you hear somebody talking? Uh, yeah, yeah, I do. They, they won't see us. Be quiet. There they are. There they are. Where? By the water. Shh. They're tall. They're just waiting. Maybe, maybe they'll keep on walking. Is it just two? I think so. I, I can't see them anymore. Right in front of us, 30 feet. You can see them when they pass the reflection on the water. Well, don't move. They can't see us. Cool. They're really tall. They're going to be gorgeous. <laughs> I'd love to say hi. We didn't see any lights, so they didn't come by car. Yeah, we'd know if there was a car. Well, they definitely are park rangers. <laughs> no. And they're alone. Oh, yeah. Definitely alone. Shh. Oh, we gotta say hi. Oh, no, you crazy? Come on. We get seen. Yeah, by two beautiful women. They're not forest rangers. No, but they could tell somebody. Look, we're on the beach. Got all night. Two girls are How here. How come we didn't see them before? Fine. Hold down the fort. I'm gonna go talk to no, them. No, no, I'm coming. I'm coming. Good. Wait, where are they?
right there. Where'd they go? Uh, just when I decided. Shh. They were down by the water. They heard us? No, no, no. Get down. Why? Listen a second. Oh, don't. I don't like this. No, don't scare me. They're just further along. Did they go up those rocks? And the beach ends over there. They must have. We're going up away from the water. The cliffs are too dark. Can you see? I haven't got my glasses. Even the beach is pitch black over there. I don't hear them anymore. They could have gone into the water. Or behind us. I doubt it. They could be in trouble. You mean up the beach or behind us? Yeah, I mean, they, they could have gone up. There's a lot of grass back there. Tall grass. Good evening. Oh, oh, jeez. Oh, oh, man. Hello. <laughs> Sorry. We didn't mean to scare you. So, well, we, we saw you walking along over there. Yeah, uh, we saw you. It's, it's late to be out, huh? Well, we love it out here. Yeah, me too. You guys been out here long? Oh, an hour or so. That's not long. Are you cold? <laughs> no, it's perfect out. You mind if we sit down? Oh, go right ahead. <laughs> You're not supposed to be out here at night, you know. I you know. Oh, yeah, it's closed. <laughs> it's dangerous, too. Oh, yeah? We came by some back roads. We had a friend who told us where to go. We'll be okay. Back roads? Yeah. How'd you get here? We walked. You work in town? Yeah, I'm a waitress at the Sabretooth. Oh, I don't know it. I go to school there. Oh, I hate that school. Well, <laughs> sorry. Do, do yeah. you like it? It's okay. It's inexpensive. I just don't like some of those students. You seem different. Well, I'm a transfer. <laughs> So you've got a nice dorm room? What are you doing out here late at night? Hey, did you see what? that? No, no. Oh, a seal jumped up out of the water. Looked like a seal. Oh, I didn't know we had seals. <laughs> hey, Paul, you see that? No, what? A seal. Yeah? Um, how are you doing over there? Oh, great. I'm sorry I missed the seal. It's okay. There's more. Want to walk down and look closer? I think so. Uh, Paul? Hey, John, we're going to go take a walk. Oh, you too, huh? Yeah, we'll meet you back here, okay? All right. Which way are you going? I don't know. Down by the water. Uh, all right. I'll see you. You, you want to go? Leave your shoes here. Why? You can't run on sand with shoes. Uh, that's true. We're running? Sure. All right. Race me to the water? Hold on. I gotta get my shoes off. Hold one, on. two, three, go. One, two, three, go. Uh, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> that's it. One. Okay. Okay. Two, three, go. Hold on. <laughs> right there. Those are the ones Beth was pointing out to your friend. Oh, now I see. They're very small. Pups. Seal pups. You can see them best when they're jumping. It's a better angle from this end of the beach. Do they all live on that little island? It's too small to support them, but they play there. I wish they'd come closer. They won't. They know it's too treacherous. Here in the bay? Well, they stay out where it's safe. The ledges come suddenly here, and seals like to go deep. But we could swim out. <laughs> no. It's not that far. Do you swim? Uh, not really. Well. Ow! What happened? Ow! What? Ow. Stepped on something. A shell? Something. Probably cut it. I gotta sit here a second. Oh, sure. Here, let, let me see it. See? It's way at the back of the heel. Yeah. We just gotta keep the sand out of it. I got it. Yeah, you cut, you cut the skin, but it's not bad. It isn't bleeding? No, I, I don't feel any blood. It's okay. It just looks bad. Let me just uh, put pressure on it for a minute. Your feet are so smooth. The sand just rolls right off. They're like marble. <laughs> Thank you. No tickling now. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be fine. You must do a lot of swimming. Yeah, I get strong legs from it. Here, feel under here. Feel this muscle. Up here? Whoa, it's like a rock. <laughs> the cut of the calf, man, that's like a Michelangelo cut. What a muscle. Yeah, I'm a brute. Yeah, they're gonna match you with Hulk Hogan. Who? Oh, that's all very smooth, too. All this. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so. How about the island? 
15, maybe 20 minutes of swimming. Just leave your shirt here. Mm, it looks far. You're in good shape. Let me help you. And that water's cold. There's a trick to that, you know. Hold my hand, Paul. I'm sorry, I've forgotten your name. It's Rachel. Rachel, right. Now, keep hold of my hand. You have nice hands, you know that? Oh, you do too, Rachel. Your hands are really soft. I spend a lot of time in the water. Yeah, I guess that'll do it. Now, let me teach you this secret. The water's cold, right? Hold on to me, and we'll walk in together. I promise the water will feel 20 degrees warmer. All right. All right. All right. Not bad. Keep coming. <coughs> yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty warm. The sand feels nice. You know, you, you have a strong grip. I'll tell you, honestly, if you don't tell anybody. Who am I going to tell? What we're doing out here is it's a stunt for a fraternity so we can join and live in a really nice house. Hazing. We have to wait until low tide, which is in, what, five hours, and then get our car keys, which are in a weighted box in Dead Man's Hole. You're going in there? Well, I'll try to get John in there. Never go in there. People have died. I know, I heard. People want to see inside, or they want to hear the water crash. They lean over, slip on the rocks. They're swept inside, and the bones stay in there. Oh, you can't go in. Well, I, I gotta get my keys. You know, John will probably do it. Listen to me and never go in. You'll die. Do you know about Asa Cobb? Don't scare me. I, I heard about him. You're an what? idiot. I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. Keep coming. You can still walk. All right, but let go of my hand. I'll go under with you. Ready? Kiss me when you're under there. Well, let go first. That's great. Ready? Kiss me. Oh, that was great. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Mm. You feel that? You ever kiss underwater before? Yes, I like, but you, you gotta let go because I, uh, I panic when I can't get up. Your hair looks funny. It's all sticking up. It does that. <laughs> Paul, I want to swim. Will you swim with me? Well, I'll swim back. Paul, promise me you won't go in that cave. I can't promise. You have to promise. I have to get my keys. What's that? Come on, let's swim. No, no, that's that's John. He's, he sounds serious. Forget he, him. He's, what, what's wrong? Swim out. Wait, wait, no, wait, let, let go of me. Come let, on. Listen, he sounds serious. I can't, hey, I, Rachel, I can't feel the same. Swim sand out anymore. with me. Rachel, hey, let, let go of me. Swim out with me. Paul? Paul? Is the girl okay? with you? No, no, she's gone. This girl tried to drown me, Paul. She stuck my head under the water. We were just talking about school. Rachel did the same thing to me. Jesus Christ, she was strong. She's pushing know where me they down. Are. I swear if I hadn't heard you yelling, I would have gone swimming with her. All right, all right, shh. Let's get back by here, by the grass. I don't want them to hear us. Oh, man. I don't know where she is. She was right next to me in the water, but she didn't follow me back to the beach. I couldn't see her. Rachel, Rachel disappeared, too. I've never been so scared in my goddamn life. I hate the she water. She like the caves. She told me it was dangerous in the caves, and she went a little crazy. That's when she put my head under. Yes, I told her we had to get our car we keys. can't stay here. God, I wish I had those wait, keys. Wait, wait, wait. What's that? God, you're the, you're the gun. Just, just stay low here. Stay low. Evening, boys. Oh, hello. Hello? hello. hello? Who's there? You know, the park's closed. This is a national park. Yes, sir. I'm sorry, officer. Uh, good I to didn't see know you, sir. <laughs> well, you can't camp on these beaches. It's a misdemeanor. Was that you fellas making all that racket? Uh, yes, sir. My uh, friend hit, hit his foot on a rock. We were just joking around. I hit my foot. Well, you see, if something really happened, there wouldn't be anybody out here to help you. Yes, sir. Is it just you two boys? 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't blame you being out. That's why I'm patrolling through here. Beautiful and quiet, isn't it? Oh, it is. It's really peaceful. Well, you guys gotta go soon, but I'll sit down with you for a minute. So you didn't... You've been patrolling the beach here? Yeah, I was up the other end until a few minutes ago. You didn't see anybody else on your walk? No, nobody's allowed out here. Sometimes you see some couple out here with a sleeping bag or something, but not tonight, just you. It's kind of cold. You didn't see a couple women? No, did you? No, no, I'm just wishful thinking. I see. No, nobody tonight. Are you fellas wet? You must be crazy going swimming now. Yeah, it wasn't too bright. You're not fraternity boys, are you, from up to the college? No, 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 sir. Because I don't like that fraternity. You know the one. Yes. I never liked those boys. They do terrible things. I don't like them. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Really, I was just joking. Why'd you ask about two women? Because if you're looking for a couple of women, there's always a couple of women on the beach, you know. Yeah? Two women buried around here somewhere. One of these dunes. I used to know it when I was a tour guide. Where the hell is it now? They're like mermaids or devils, but they're two young women. According to the story, they lure men. I guess the story is they were the wives of the old guy who died in the cave. They killed themselves the same night that he died, and now they take over the beach at night to make sure nobody disturbs their man's grave. Beautiful women. Drop dead. Gorgeous. People swear by those stories, though. Beth and Ro- Rowena or Rona. Rachel. There you go. Rachel. You seen them? Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> right. Story goes, they drowned anybody, tried to go in that cave. Whatever. It's a good story. Keeps a few more tourists away at night. That's the key. All right, I got to keep moving, and so do you boys. Now, take it easy. Uh, did you walk here? Yeah, yeah, we walked. Well, you know the way back to town, then. We'll start walking back. I'm sorry we were out here. Don't be sorry. Just don't do it again. I wish it went illegal, but it is at night. Okay, well, th- thanks a lot, officer. <laughs> sorry to bore ya. It wasn't boring. Take care, boys. Just keep walking. Like devils, he said. There they are again. I know. They can't see us, can they? No way. Too dark. They wouldn't look up on the rocks. They're crisscrossing the beach. They aren't even walking together anymore. It's a pattern, though. Like ants. They're going in loops, covering the whole beach. There's a lot more beach now than when we got here. What time is it? (sighs) Gotta be almost four. We'll have to wait 45 minutes or so. I don't see him. And they'll be back. Do you think the ranger would see him? If he was with us? He's not going into the cave, you mean? So maybe he can't see him. That story was crap. I gotta stand up. I gotta stretch. I'm still You can't wet. stand up. And go, don't cut it out. My legs are going crazy. I gotta stretch. I wanna stand up too. You can stretch your legs out behind you. Sun's coming up. They'll see us then. That story, man. They're his wives. And they don't want us in the cave. They're protecting us. That sort of makes sense. Protecting us? They were fooling around. They were just a couple of girls. They were not just a couple of girls, man. I was holding her hand. His skin was so smooth, it was like it had been worn down to smoothness. No fingerprints. I felt the ends of her fingers. I don't think she had any fingernails. No way. She said she'd been in the water too much. Well, maybe she got them removed. Her fingertips were smooth all the way around, like beach glass. Listen, quit trying to scare me. Maybe we should quit. You know, come back in the morning. We're not quitting. If you want to quit, which I knew all along, you ought to just go. But there's no way I'm leaving my keys and all my money in that cave. Just come back when it's daylight. It'll you know, be light when we go in. 
The sun comes up at 5, 4.30 will be plenty bright. Weren't we out there in the water? Those Listen, women... I don't care. What about the cave? The guy in the cave. You heard him last night. Listen, you're bugging out. I can't listen to ghost stories. That's what the guys at the frat want us to do. Those girls are, are probably friends of theirs. Oh, no chance. Okay, listen. Go on home. I won't tell a soul. I'm going into the cave. If you want to stay, fine. Be my lookout while I'm in there. I really don't care, because I'm going to have my own room, and that's all. I mean, I, I'm, not, I'm not leaving. I just can't forget those girls. They were hired to scare us off. I can't believe you take a ghost seriously. Don't wig out. I still got to sit with you another hour. I'm okay. Just hang outside and wait for me. Be the lookout. Can you handle that? Def- definitely, John. I can handle that. Definitely. I just I get nervous, you know? Forty minutes, we'll go into the cave. Forty minutes. Here, give me your hand a second. Here, here. Careful. You, you, are you there? Out. Careful. I'm down, okay. I can see the mouth of the cave now. You see that wave too, John? See the wave? John? John? I see it. I'm okay. Won't hit me. You're alright. The waves are dying before they get to the cave now. I'm gonna get down to the next rock. Don't want your shoes? Yeah, they help. That's the next rock. Can you still see me? Yeah, barely. I won't. Uh, it's really dark in the cave. I can't see into it. How much further down? Uh, looks like about ten feet I'll be on the ground. Then I can go in. You won't have to swim, will you? Nah. Sure? God, just be quiet. Just keep lookout. All right, I'm down. I'm in the water. It's nothing. It's ankle deep. Slippery? A little. It's getting a little brighter. Yeah, sun's almost up. Still can't see. What's it look like? I said I can't see. The cave doesn't go back too far. Well, wait, there's a there's a big rock in the middle at the mouth. I guess the cave goes all around that. That's probably what makes the waves boom. You still hear me? Loud and clear. Your voice carries easy from inside. The mouth is like... Uh, 20 feet high. Okay. Everything's gonna be wet. Everything's gonna be worn away by water, so just look for the sharp box. How many matches we got here? Okay, plenty, plenty, fine. Doing fine. Yeah! Oh, oh. Where's he step? Jesus. I can't see a thing. I'm using them! My mother. That does a lot of good. No more steps, at least. Okay, look at that. Oh, my God. No! I wish I had a camera right now. Well, there's bones all around here. They're scattered. You know, fish, too. And garbage. Christ, looks like nothing gets carried back out of this cave. Just sits in here. Fish bones. God. They track tapes. Uh, somebody's somebody's skull down here. John, I, I can't hear you. Hey, John. There it is. Oh, my God. Paul, the... I got the box. I got the box, Paul. Uh, I see it anyways. There's, there's still... 
a skeleton down here. Most of one. Skeleton of a guy. He's, he's lashed to this rock. God, Hayes must have come right in. He's gone. Yeah. Can you hear me? What? It's stuck in his ribs. Uh, it's in his ribs. How am I going to get this thing? The box is lodged right inside there. Jeez, I'll have to, I'll have to break, huh? No! Oh, God! In 50 years, how can he still all together? These ropes are holding him in. Ah! Uh, ah! Uh, uh, this is awful. Ah! Uh, ah! Uh, I got it! I got it! I got it! Okay. Thanks a lot, mister. Sorry about the ribs. You got a big crack in your skull, man. You know that? What's that? Well, buddy, you got a gold tooth. It's like solid gold. Oh, it's freaky. Teeth used to talk, used to move. Huh. I think I could get that. Just, uh, get my finger. Stiff. Just gotta push and from behind. Oh! Ow! Oh! He took my finger! He took my finger! He took my finger off! Jesus, help me! Just get, just get out of there! Just get out of there! Leave it alone! John, John, D talk to me. Where are you? Hey. Okay, the box. I'll get the box. I'll get the box. Okay, got it. John. Rachel! I told you uh, about the cave, Paul. Rachel, wait! Dark in here. <laughs> <laughs> 
They're tied. What? Oh, oh. Steve Farrell, Doug Bost, Jeff Ward, Stephen Wicks, Priscilla Holbrook, and Carolyn Baumler. Script by Douglas Bost. Music by Iris. Production by Jeff Ward for Union Signal. And that was Dead Man's Hole, another chilling tale by Doug Bost, who I was able to talk to on the phone this week, uh, along with his partner in crime, Jeff Ward. Uh, They both had a lot to say about their compelling audio work and the inspirations behind their chilling tales. Enjoy. I had the chance to speak with uh, Jeff Ward and Doug Boss, who are the creators of this uh, fine production we heard last week, Roadkill. I uh, got them on the phone to talk about uh, their, their work, um, some of the uh, audio things that you may hear from them, um, the stories they like to tell. And uh, Jeff Ward, Doug Boss, welcome, very well, welcome to uh, Radio Drama Revival. Thank you very much. Uh, so I was just uh, speaking to you guys uh, ad-lib a second ago, and you were saying that uh, you have been around for a while, though um, for many people this may be the first time they heard of you. Why don't you just introduce uh, you, yourselves and your work? Uh, well, um, we have been creating uh, half-hour dramas, basically, since sometime in the... Uh, 91. Yeah, 91. And we did a bunch of things... Yeah, 1891. <laughs> and we did a bunch of things on... Um, uh, BAI FM here in New York, and we did 
live shows for a while. That was that, that was a lot of fun. But then we also have done um, stuff that's more uh, produced in the studio, and and that's what Jeff has Jeff is so good at. And um, in about 1999, we did we put out a CD uh, called Discordia of two plays. One that's called Dead Man's Hold that actually takes place. I know you guys are out of uh, Maine. You're in Alfred, right? Uh, yes, yeah, so it's, it's in the Portland area, and uh, that's where this show is run out of is the Portland, Maine, so right here on the coast. Nice. Well, I'm from Orono, Maine, and um, I, you know, I, I just always we, we spend a lot of time um, down on the on the coast at uh, Acadia National Park and and Thunder Hole, and um, so the one play that we did was called Dead Man's Hole, and it basically invents a ghost story for. For a thunder hole. <laughs> oh, well deserving. Yes, it, it totally needs a ghost story. And um, and then uh, the other play on that disc is called December Seventeen, which is written by uh, Jeff. Okay. And it, that's a that's a uh, really cool play about it's a time travel play, it's a science fiction play. Excellent. And so on the uh, timeline of all this, where does Roadkill fit in? Uh, most recent. Yeah, it's okay. the most recent thing. And uh, and all this time, uh, you know, Roadkill had a very much an old time radio flair. But uh, is that uh, typical, or is that just uh, one way you go, or uh, what are what is uh, how would you describe the character or the sound of your work? It's a little it's a little bit more stereophonic, and sometimes uh, there are Mm -hmm. little tags like synthesizer music, uh, modern references that Mm -hmm. probably would alert the listener that he wasn't listening to the Whistler. But it's the basic framework is the same. It's people talking and getting into trouble and getting up to their earlobes and alligators uh, on the radio. You know, I love those. I I love Escape, the old uh, series. I don't know if you've ever listened to that, but it's just the best. uh, I think it's better than Suspense. It's like the, the best anthology series that I ever heard on radio. And this seemed like a good escape episode. Excellent. And, uh, and you are trapped in a car driving <laughs> through the bad <laughs> Walled in by sheer rock precipices. <laughs> and a snowmobile is approaching your head. <laughs> and there can be no escape. Excellent. Well, I, you know, I could tell from the stories you just said that um, you tend to be mystery, sort of uh, a little, maybe some ghost stories, um, a little bit of science fiction as well. Is that a fair assessment? Yes. We have we have other stuff as well. We have, we've mm-hmm. we've done plays that are in other genres. I wrote a uh, radio play um, called The Dan, which is about a, a guy who's just way too obsessed with Steely Dan. <laughs> and, um, Interesting. So that's a that's a comedy, and then there's but we're we're working on uh, producing a couple others that are more in the Roadkill, December Seventeen, Dead Man's Hole vein. Okay, and uh, but by the sounds of it, you have been uh, working on this uh, predating some of the electronic equipment in, uh, in digital workstations. Have you? Uh, did you guys start on tape, or what was the uh, technical background of your work? Well, we started at WBAI, and mm-hmm. you could probably still find, I think half the people there are still working with mm-hmm. just blades and uh, MPEX tape mm-hmm. machines. And uh, it was uh, very labor-intensive, uh, process there of dubbing everything on and you, you had to kind of get it right the first time and it was a lot more uh you had a little less control sometimes you, you had the feeling that you were um, producing with your feet <laughs> instead of your hands but it was uh it's good training and um of course from to move into the digital realm after that was quite a treat it just felt like uh 
you know, you had to infinitely more control, which is it's good and bad. Sometimes you can um, uh, go overboard with uh, infinite details. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And uh, and on, on the crux of this, you have you seen uh, you know this internet awakening of audio drama? Now I know you guys are just sort of uh, um, just starting to explore it, but uh, have you how much have you seen of new work coming out? And what are your thoughts on all of that? I I've seen I've seen a little bit, uh, but I haven't seen mm-hmm. I haven't seen that much. I've seen a lot of people who mm-hmm. are like uh, broadcasting old um, old stuff. But you're you're one of the few people who I've seen who's who's you know, regularly broadcasting new, new work, and it's it's also it's hard to find you know, it's hard to find stuff that's really engaging. I think, new or old. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I really I really have been enjoying the stuff that you've been playing. Oh, thanks. Well, it's a lot of fun. We try to uh, feature new stuff. That's why it was so exciting to um, play a piece Roadkill. I loved. Um, you know, I don't have the absolute best listening environment at home when I was in the studio, and they have the nice uh, monitor mics here and all the great uh, cars zooming back and forth uh, in the introduction. I was like, oh, this is this is really good, and you did a great use of that. So I totally recommend headphones <laughs> for, for that, and for when you when you get um, Dead Man's Hole on December 17th, I totally recommend headphones. Very good. And uh, what, uh, pray tell, got you guys doing this in the first place? Uh, we were alerted uh, to each other's presence by a mutual friend who said, he does that, you do that, you're similar geeks, you have to get together. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it, it worked out. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and that's uh, what I'm hoping will happen with the Internet is that mm-hmm. uh, people who have a similar problem world, worldwide, or at least nationwide, yeah. will find each other through, the, through this medium. And, you, you know, we wouldn't have talked to you without the internet 10 years ago probably yeah. so it was great yeah and uh it certainly allows you know here i am in uh, portland maine but at the same time uh open to the world uh for a platform so you know we we still don't have the uh big money of the cbs or the nbc anymore but uh you know there is we, the, uh, we made the mistake of getting into radio for money and we really <laughs> have been floundering for at least a decade sure, especially sure, around the corner sure. though yeah yeah, and uh, in in the modern stuff, are there any uh, particular people who are uh, producing work right now that you uh, aspire to be like, or that you really admire, or um, other working artists you think highly of? I don't really. Li- I I have to admit, I don't listen to that much new um, new stuff. But you you know, the the most engaging radio that I that I listen to that's the most interesting, like soundscape and stuff like that. Is, okay. Have you ever listened to Radio Lab, the and uh, the WNYC show? I do not think really so. interesting things. It's a, it's a show about science, mm-hmm. but they sort of dramatize their uh, interest in science and exploring different things in, in really interesting oral ways. Oh, fun! That's that's probably the most. But but I listen to also like a lot of old old stuff. I listen to a lot of you know, Escape and yeah, yeah. Lights Out and. Yeah, so were the uh, old time stories? Are those things that you did hear growing up, or did you uh, come into them uh, a little bit later on? I heard I heard a lot of them growing up, and we had you know I, I lived in up near Bangor, Maine, yep. and we could get um, <clears throat> Canadian stations, and they would broadcast a show called Nightfall that in the early '80s. They, CBC had a show called Nightfall, which was fantastic, and it was I would sit on my roof and I could get it, I could get a good signal and listen to it, <laughs> and it was really terrifying. Oh, yeah, the, uh, yep. the Canadian Broadcasting Company and the BBC are I think they're doing 
of that stuff now. Well, they've got institutional resources to put behind them, but uh, Fear on Four and Nightfall are just killers. They're, they, yeah. they haven't lost the knack for it over there, <laughs> up there. Yeah. Fair enough. And uh, what are other interesting stuff have you guys been up to lately? Well, I'm a, I'm actually a screenwriter also, okay. and I worked on a movie um, this summer that got made, uh, uh, surprisingly enough, <laughs> called Diminished Capacity. Um, uh, it's a Matthew Broderick, Alan Alda movie, so I, I'm a writer on that, and uh, hopefully it's going to get into festivals. And he has another project um, called Acadia. I do. <laughs> that she's, uh, <laughs> yeah, she's been, she's, she's 10 months. <laughs> Ten months in the making now, and she's right now um, begging for food in the next room. And was she conceived in Acadia National Park? Uh, conceived mentally, I would say, but okay. not uh, physically. All right, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> Excellent. And uh, and and as far as uh, any audio stuff, we've got uh, we're working on a series of uh, speculations for public radio, as we call them, okay. that are that are eight minute eight-and-a-half-minute uh, fake NPR stories. Um, and we're trying to balance uh, complete uh, audio verite and verisimilitude with insanity that couldn't possibly happen. And that's, that's our challenge with that. We finished two of those, and um, got several more. Okay, and uh, now for people who uh, want to hear more of your work, um, I don't. Uh, is it true you guys still don't have a website? We're, we're, we don't have a website. <laughs> we're putting one together, and actually we're putting one together probably hopefully in the next couple of weeks, mm-hmm. uh, but we really don't have a we don't have a website that you can go to yet. When we do, we will pass the coordinates along to you and, All right. and hopefully get some people All right. there. And we'll put a big headline on radiodramarevival.com. Um, and in the meantime, everyone, uh, do indeed uh, stay tuned. Doug Bost, Jeff Ward, great guys, um, and I'd love to uh, hear more of your audio work, and I hope uh, our listeners will feel the same way. Very, it's so nice of you to play the show. Thank you yeah, very much. Yeah, thanks a lot. Good luck. Enjoyed it a lot. Thanks a lot for talking, guys. Okay, take care. And again, that was Doug Bost and Jeff Ward of Union Signal, who uh, maybe, uh, due to enough people bugging them, have last put up a website, www.dougbost.com forward slash Union Signal, uh, Doug Bost, D-O-U-G-B-O-S-T.com forward slash Union, as in the uh, Union Jack signal, as in the signal that you're hearing from your uh, audio source right now. Uh, lots of great work there, um, a lot of chilling tales, uh, some stuff, uh, fake NPR stories, as well as the stories you've heard, some more creepy stuff, so check it out. Uh, next week, we do have a plans to have a spooky Thanksgiving here on the show. Uh, the first half of Wilmet Radio Workshop's Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Uh, stay tuned for that. Though, of course, if you can't wait that long, remember you can always check out more audio news and reviews and discussion at www.radiodramarevival.com. You can subscribe to the podcast and blog there, as well as download all of our previous episodes. Though, if you prefer, check us out on the iTunes Store. Do a search for Radio Drama Revival. And that wraps it up for this week's show. Uh, Till next time, keep your mind and your ears open. Thanks for tuning in, and have a great week.